0: Once again to the practical scouter.
1: This is Greg, Jay, Jeff. Good evening, guys. Good evening, Greg. Good evening, Jeff. How's everybody doing tonight? or this afternoon? When are we, are we supposed to pretend it's a different time than it is?
2: What's it say? How does anyone know? I mean, it's, it's dark out. Must be evening, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we're doing this at 3 a.m. because none of us sleep
0: well anymore. I, I will be available at 3:30 in the morning, just so you know, because I normally am. If we ever want to do this at an off hour. So you're running for office and ready for that three a.m. call? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just old and don't sleep well.
1: (laughs) I'm really old and I don't sleep well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who has time to sleep? I use that for my hour a week of scouting, three thirty to four thirty. Well, the Zoom
1: calls now—you sometimes trouble staying awake through some of the more exciting ones. Anyway,
0: I, I I found myself closing my eyes during a staff meeting last week. And I realized, I realized what I was doing and had to, you know, shake myself awake. That's, that's not a good, not a good look.
2: Who did we see doing that on one of the, uh, Jay, I think it was one of your membership meetings. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but there was somebody, there was somebody in the, um, they were nodding off and yeah. it was pretty funny. <laughs> I, well, I'll, I'll, we'll name names offline, but, uh, that's when you turn your video off. Well, unless that's, there's a rule that no, you that's have to thing, have your video yeah, on, right? <laughs>
0: years before zoom was a thing uh, i had an, an employee this is 15 years ago who worked out of his home in florida and he had parrots and we would hear the parrots on the conference calls oh my goodness
2: all the time <laughs> yep well my son cuz they're they're all doing the virtual stuff at school he wants to do a he wa- what did he want to do he wanted to do a some sort of cardboard standy sort of a thing that he could move around And he actually had this whole plan that he he's like, Dad, they'll never know. I was like, Well, I'll know, you'll know. Come on. And but part of me wanted to say, You know what? Go for it and see if you can pull it off. You know.
0: (laughs) There is a fantastic Dilbert cartoon from years ago of him on a on a a conference call, and they're saying, This is great. You can work at home. You're so professional. And he looks the way he normally does with his folded tie and everything. And then in the last panel, you see him in a bathrobe unshaven holding a puppet of himself up to the webcam <laughs> on top of the computer
2: absolutely i don't know if it's real or not but they had some it was some sort of united nations climate panel thing where there was a guy that had something propped up that some sort of i don't think he was fake but he had something fake maybe it was some fake background or something and it, something fell over and like all this stuff was going it was pretty funny and the audience sort of chuckled it was a very serious guy and a very serious topic or how about the one on cnn the guy they interviewed and his wife, his little, his daughter comes in. The daughter oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. <laughs> that was fantastic. I'm sure this <laughs> was our intended topic. Oh,
0: of course. Of course. Zoom, Zoom, etiquette? Uh, Zoom fun and,
1: uh... and deception <laughs> and, yes. and the interface <laughs> with the scout
0: wall.
2: <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, Hey, the scout law, it, it's it's flexible it 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 encompasses zoom it, it does. doesn't talk yeah, about that's true. Yeah, yeah that's right
0: so, so speaking of the scout law i'll just transition us back where we need to be nice <laughs> uh, nice let, let's talk about a scout is trustworthy because the topic we, we wanted to talk about this time was the idea of um of a scout and, and their parents sort of pushing their way through the program and, and skirting the edges. And and how do you deal with something like that when it's going on? It can be a very frustrating situation because we, we all live by that law and a scout tells you they did something and, well, a scout is trustworthy. Now, there's the whole trust but verify, which I'm a big fan of. But what, what do you do when you've got a situation? And, and look, we've all seen it. Because we're dealing with, you know, we, look, we love scouting, we believe in scouting, but we're dealing with people. We're dealing with with kids, and we're dealing with those kids' parents, and the motivations of the parents may not always be, how do I say this? The, the motivation of the kids' parents, um, you know, is usually, well, I want what's best for my kid. Now... What's best for your kid is to learn the program and do the program effectively because that's how you gain ca- how you earn character and you and you learn how to be a better person. But sometimes w- your perception of what's best for the kid might be, let's get them their eagle. Yeah. It, and it's the path that I think we all agree is important and not the destination. But, but we we've all been there. We've all seen situations where the parent is is steering the ship and maybe carrying the uh the captain of said ship (laughs) to where they think they need to go
2: yeah and in my case you know i'm sort of living this right now with my greg my my oldest son's not as diligent as yours is and he he came to me he's a first class scout he's working on his mare badges for star and he's got plenty of time i'm not i'm not saying he's behind any kind of curve but he's got a couple of friends who are ranking up higher than him. And he, he did say to me one day, he says, dad, he, he criticized my parenting. And he said, dad, you're not, you know, these, these other dads, they're kind of laying this out and they're making their kid do this. And he says, dad, you know, I wish you, he, I think his words were something along lines, Dad, sometimes I wish that you would just kind of tell me what to do. So I wouldn't have to think about it and I could just get it done. And, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not sure you're the best dad for that. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, so wait a minute. So I'm the kind of dad that uh, holds you responsible for your actions, uh, r- requires you to have initiative and get things done on your own and, and have perseverance and, and grit or you know, something like that. I'm, I'm, and, and, he, and he says, yeah. I said, well, you know what? I'm okay with being that kind of dad. I'm good with being that kind of dad. But the 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 terrible thing is and his, his friends, they, their parents, they, they don't do the work for their sons, but what they do is they map out a, a roadmap and you're going to say, okay, you're going to work on this merit badge this week. You need to do these, however many things to get from start to life. Here's the plan. Here's the map. I want it done by this period of time. Now you go do that. You go figure out how to do that, but they put all these mile mm. posts in in line and i'm i'm just really torn and and that and you couple that with this sort of pay for the merit badge kind of online uh virtual sign off kind of stuff and it's just it's i know the right answer is to let my son get to it on its own because it's going to be more meaningful Uh, but it's tough it's difficult and then how do you deal with that parent right Mm-hmm.
0: So there's really two things here. I mean, there's I agree with you as a parent. There's and and every kid is different. And there's a line, and some of them need a a, a kick, and others don't. Like mine, for example, my son doesn't want me to talk to him about anything that he's working on unless he has a question. If he comes to me with a question, I will happily spend hours, even at three thirty in the morning, talking to him <laughs> about. You know, hey, well, you know, if it were me, I might try this or this, or I might do it, or maybe I do this merit badge before that one, and here's why, and here's here's a way you might be able to do that. So I will, I will act as a, as a mentor, a, a scout leader, as a parent, whatever it need be, to to bounce ideas with him. But, but but I agree with you. I'm I'm not sitting down and going, okay, well, this week you need to take out the trash, empty the dishwasher, and finish the communications merit badge. Like that's right. that I think is wrong. right.
2: Yeah. And, th- and there's what I have said to my son is I've said, listen, you want all these nice things. You want to buy this. You want to do that. I'm not interested if you're not living up to your end of the deal and getting good grades and um, doing well in whatever program you're doing. And if you're not making these personal commitments to get it done, why would I be interested in maybe taking that extra trip or um you know, he's into, well, he thinks he is, but he wants to be into dirt bikes. Why would I even go down that path if you're not living up to your end of the deal? So I'm dangling this kind of carrot out there. Say, look, you know, you want dad to, uh, uh, you want to do all these great things in your life, but I'm expecting you to hit some of these character building and growth milestones and you're not making any effort. If you're not going to make any effort, I'm not going to make any effort.
1: It's, it's, uh, I mean, it's a real challenge. I mean, there was more than one time where in um, an eagle court of honor and it comes time to put the eagle badge on the scout and i really wanted to put that eagle badge on the mom because of the amount of <laughs> time and energy she put into it and it wasn't the right kind kind of time and energy I, I in in our troop we had and a lot of troops do this uh we had a position called an, a uh, an eagle coach or an eagle mentor and it was, uh, it could have been one of the uniform leaders, but frequently it was a, a parent, but not that scout's parent, who would be kind of their coach during the process. And it took a lot of the emotion out of it. It let the scoutmaster be an arbiter if uh, he or she needed to be. And, you know, if the, the scout had questions, he would call the, 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 the mentor. Uh, the mentor would not be pushing other than checking in how's it going periodically. Uh, but the mentors were all trained and had the common sense that when a parent called up with a question, the first response is "Let me talk to your son" or "Let me talk to your daughter." Let them ask the question. And I know as merit badge counselor, there's been plenty of times where I get a call from a parent. I said, "Well, other than the youth protection guidelines, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> it's not you know you're not earning the badge. You know it's your youth is uh,
2: for it." Yeah. yeah. So what do you do, Jay? What do you do? Well, okay, all right, so what do you do, how do you handle it when the parent says, you know what, the troop, the troop's rules and processes and traditions, they're just too stringent, and they just go around the process and get something else, and they come back to you as the scoutmaster and say, hey, look, they got all these merit badges, they went to camp, whatever, they went to online, whatever, and here's all the sign-offs. What, what do you do as a scoutmaster?
1: So the reason i did 3 years as a scoutmaster and not more is because the parents annoyed me it was never the kids <laughs> and that's always that's always my advice that you know it, it's it's you as the scoutmaster need to be the first to know when you're burned out you don't want to be told by that and that's that's not answering your question jeff but it's it's probably the reality of of the leadership so i i think it's you know, having that active eagle mentor would help. Although we only appoint them once the scout is life, and obviously you can work on merit badges or other rank advancement before that. I mean, I I know the first meeting we have with brand new parents is, you know, welcome to the troop. This is not Cub Scouts. Please do not sign off on your son and now daughter's uh, handbook. We don't accept it. You know, uh, you know that's your patrol. You know, patrol leader does it or an ASM does it. Uh, but, well, but what if what if that
2: parent's and what if that parent's Yeah. And, and
1: so the rules we tried to enforce in the troop is that, you know, you do not uh, work with your youth alone on with your child alone on rank advancement and that generally you're not signing off in their book. Uh, if you're teaching a class, then, of course, your son or daughter can participate in that class. And um, but, you know, tr- ideally, you want the patrol leader to sign off. But if it's a merit badge and you're a merit badge counselor, um, I mean, there's a lot of made-up rules about merit badge counselors, but we try to enforce the, that you're, you're offering that class to everybody, and we discourage you from offering it just to your son or daughter. Um, just because, it, and oddly enough, it's not because you're going to be easier, but you might be harder, and either way, it's not fair. And the whole idea of adult association with leaders and the fact we want, you know, our kids to look outside the troop. It depends on the troop, obviously, and it depends on whether you have a pandemic going on. We want them to look outside the troop for a marriage counselor, for someone they haven't worked with before, just to have that um, that experience. And that's hard for any size troop. Large troops, more difficult, but, you know, even small troops, it's, it's managing the process. You know, not not an easy answer. And parents will, you know, do the best, as you pointed out, to get around the system, whether it's right or not. And usually, it's not right. And whether you, as a scoutmaster or another leader, know it or like it.
0: At some point, I want to circle back, Jay, to your comment about all the made-up rules for merit badge counselors. I think there's, I think there are some stories behind that that one-liner. <laughs> uh, but you know, so, something that I recall from from. Way back when, when we started this podcast, what you know, years and years ago, when we had Ed on, he made the comment that he would have kids go to these these merit badge colleges or do their merit badge with someone else, and come back and he, and he would talk through them about it a bit before signing off as the scoutmaster, and he would say occasionally to them, "Do you feel like you really earned this?" And he'd kind of turn it back on the scout. Now, if the scout looks at you and says, sir, yes, sir, I did. Okay. Then you've got to decide if you're going to push it any further. But, but he said quite often when he felt that this was, that something wasn't quite right, they'd say, well, this requirement and this one, I probably could have done a little more with, and, and he would get them to recognize that they had to put some more time into it, which I think is a wonderful approach now. Um, and and usually, Nine times out of ten, the, the parent isn't sitting next to the kid when that conversation's going on, so they're not there to say, "Well, sure, he did," and I was there to see it happen, because I think that's part of the problem we're we're talking about here is is
1: that enabling. Yeah, that I mean, on. if I remember the rules it's correctly, the scoutmaster is supposed to provide a blue card or approval to start the merit badge because a lot of things are done electronically now before the scout starts it, um, and help them find a merit badge counselor, although. um the scout can go on their own to find a merit badge counselor, and I believe in the, at, the official rule is that assuming that individual is registered with BSA and is following all the youth protection guidelines and, and whatnot, that the scoutmaster cannot object for that other counselor, but you, the scoutmaster tries to encourage them to, to go from someone on, on a specific list. And then when the merit badge is done, there's another signature required by the scoutmaster. So it's not an automatic, hey, I'm done, it's presenting back to the scoutmaster says, you know, okay, I've completed the requirements. So I'd like your, you know, final approval for that. So, there is a, a process in place, but as I think we all know, if there's a, I'll say a benefit of a doubt, it's almost always in favor of the scout.
2: Um, well, Jay, what do you? It's the scout well, yeah. is trustworthy, and and there's a there's a uh, uh, there's a great book. Uh, somewhat recent by Malcolm Gladwell called, uh, talking to strangers. And the basic premise of that is we have a default to truth. We want to believe people as humans. We have a default that people aren't lying to us and trying to pull one over on us. If you, you know, uh, Mr. Gladwell, I'm plugging your book here. I expect some <laughs> That's re- right, exactly. remuneration here. Um, but the, it's a great book, but it talks to that. Like you don't, you, you, you just, maybe the kid's not lying or maybe in their mind and from their perspective, it is truthful, but what do you do? what if the scout master's a jerk? What if he's a control freak or he or she's a control freak? This says no, you, 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 you our troop has rules and I'm not going to sign this. And maybe this, 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 this turn it the other way around. The scout did all of the work like legit. And the scout master says, well, you know what? I know you're on vacation with your family and I know your cousin's a scout and you did it with his troop and you have the blue card and you got to sign off, but I'm not signing that. Uh, what do you do? Then, yeah, that's that's one. That's Now what does the family do then? What does the scout do then? Say so got to your scoutmaster and go around him somehow. What do you yeah, do? Yeah,
1: I mean now, now you're talking the the practical side of being in a troop. I mean the the you want the easy answer. The easy answer is oh well you just go find another troop. And no, no one's going to do that from Erpetch. Says oh well you can appeal to your district advancement chair. Yeah, but no one's going to do that from Erpetch. And if the scoutmaster is being um, not sure the right word, strident, uh, obstinate, um, I mean the scout and, and having the parent reason with the scoutmaster usually doesn't work, because we're supposed to be developing the youth and the youth are supposed to be, you know, working with other adults. So ideally, the scout is saying, well, you know, here's why I believe I completed the merit badge and. Part of it is to try to give them that experience. Oh, yeah, ma- yeah, make your yeah, case. Make your case. Yeah. But at the end, if the scoutmaster says I don't agree, then the, the shorter answer would be from the scoutmaster says All right, well then how do I complete it in the pa- in the troop? And if the scoutmaster says well, you got to start from scratch, so you've got to do twenty more nights for camping. You've got to do uh, you know all the you know you got to do whatever the number is sixty miles worth of hikes for hiking merit Um or you got to go on a 50 mile canoe trip. Uh,
2: That's pretty unreasonable. Well, and the reason I asked that is a little softer example of, I was chatting with an ASM here in town and he said a scout came back from something over the summer break and he had done a bunch of the online ones and came back with eight or 10 merit badges and what's, it, what's the scout master supposed to do, right? He doesn't want to demotivate the scout. He doesn't want to, and Greg, as you said, um, you as the scoutmaster, I guess you're do some sort of soft interrogation and maybe have them say, Hey, look, you just completed that. Maybe we can spend a, f- you know, a few minutes at the troop meeting where you telling the other scouts about your experience with that. Right. And get a sense of whether really did it or not. But, uh, this, I think this, this new online world, sort of an unintended consequence is you've really given credibility to the idea of virtual advancement. You kind of have to because of the world that we live in, but now all of a sudden you can go online and get these things done easily anywhere, anywhere in the country.
0: You you can. and, And honestly, you always could before there were, there were a few that are out there very specifically that are You know, you you can sign up for time slots or they're completely self paced and there's a fee for them. We've never pushed them in our troop because they, to your point, they, they kind of seem like an end around, but now they've become the the norm uh, again, to your point because of COVID. And it's a question of, of how much do you trust these things? Yeah. And, and how much can a scout really be expected to get done? It's one thing, so the summer camp that we go to, they do they do four, three or four badges over the course of a week. And it's a week when you are you're living there. You're, so many of the badges, probably half of them say you'll need to use some of your free time to come back to whether it's the, the archery range or the, the woodworking area or whatever to, to complete this. So it's it's five plus hours of work per badge at least. Uh, whereas some of these online camps are offering many more than that in a shorter period of time to try and crank through things. And uh, I'm I'm not a huge fan of them. I'll tell you, my son's not a huge fan of them. Uh, Loves love summer camp, but has not been a fan of the online ones or even the, the done-in-one single-day merit badge colleges or, or whatever else they're called because there is a uh, – it's a bit mm, more of a factory yeah. mentality, mm. I think.
2: Well, I think Ed's phrase, wasn't it the, the merit badge industrial complex? <laughs> right, yes, right. it
1: was. <laughs> but, but we have that problem now um, and before. So reading merit badge, um, I think one of the requirements is to read four books, four different types of books, fiction, nonfiction, poetry. And one of the merit badge book doesn't count as that. And then um, And then you either have to write a review, as I recall, or watch a movie about the book. And so the question always comes up for the scout, says, well, last year, before I wanted to do the Reading Mirror Badge, I, um, I read uh, Rocket Boys and Saw October Sky, you know, our favorite wood badge movie. And <laughs> so the scoutmaster, yeah, that's not right, anymore. I know, yeah. it's still my favorite, I'm not going to show it anymore. <laughs> and so the scoutmaster says, yeah, but you weren't working on the Reading Mirror Patch at that time, it doesn't count. And I believe that's correct. Um, and, America, and and the scoutmasters masters, within his rights to say that you know he could bend the rules in the opposite direction, or the counselor could bend the rules in the opposite direction, saying, well, you know, that's okay. You take credit for that, and that's you know, as with any anything in life, negotiation. But if you read read the guide to advancement, that usually you know pretty clear. Doesn't doesn't count as my recollection for, but we had that before, and. Um, so I, a scammer, should don't agree that, you know, you, you read the book last month, but I hadn't signed your blue card yet, or you read it last week and I hadn't signed your blue card yet. Is the magic that, you know, signing the blue card, or is the magic that you intended to take reading Meribach? Five years ago probably doesn't count. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine probably doesn't count either, if it's young enough kids. Uh, but, that's yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> I didn't books, mean man. to denigrate it, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I prefer (laughs) the movie myself. Yeah,
1: but yeah, so so you have had that previously, Um, you know, cooking merit badge. I think you had a cook cook for the family. Maybe that was when I was a kid. Um, But it doesn't count that you did it last year when you weren't taking the merit badge. So it's so we had those before. It's probably more instantaneous now because of the online, because of the instant uh, merit badge factory, as it were.
2: I guess maybe what it boils down to is how do we as leaders and parents and scouters make sure that the kids are getting the what the intent of the program is, right? And I guess if a family and a scout is intent on being sneaky and playing games and skirting the systems, I guess they're going to find a way. And there's, you know, how, how, how much... You know, we're going to hire private detectives to see, did they actually, you know, map it out? In some ways it's easier to track because you can say, okay, tell you what, uh, if you're going to do these hikes, turn on the hiking app so it'll track you. And then you can save those and print them out, right? As opposed to just writing down on paper, Mr. Scoutmaster, I went from here to here to here to here. And, but you can have the app and actual GPS tracking. I took
1: hiking merit badge before. There was GPS. Well, actually, maybe GPS, but before we had cell phones, many years ago, and the uh, the guidance was, okay, hike into town, go to the lumberyard and get a receipt. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, clever. And bring it back. <laughs> and the receipt had a date and a time on it. And uh, I thought it was kind of neat, but that was the that was the system. And the next day it was go to a different town and get a different receipt from a different uh, uh, lumberyard. Uh, And where we were, every town had a (laughs) lumberyard, so that was before the days of Home Depot or Lowe's. Um, And you get a job with Child labor, (laughs) probably good. Ask for (laughs) donations for your upcoming Eagle project. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we made made do, but you're right. Yeah, these days you can say, you know, right here's here's a a copy of my uh, uh, of the you know trail I took and the time and the date and probably everything, including elevation and, and calorie
2: coward count. I, I guess, you know, again, as the practical scouter, you got to thread the needle between encouraging your scout to do something for advancement and, uh, rubber stamping through just online stuff. That's difficult to verify if it's happening out of state, out of council online somewhere, right. It's uh, it's tough. Cause I'm hearing, um, I'm, I'm hearing it from my peer group, that uh, some people are pushing those boundaries, and it's difficult to it's difficult to validate. and in in one case, you've got uh some very aggressive parents that get deeply offended if you question little Johnny uh, about their integrity, right? they They take it personally. Are you calling my kid a liar? No, but I'd like to verify.
1: I, I, I was reminded that. While we have Scoutmaster Conferences when there's rank advancement, you can have a Scoutmaster conference at any time. And you can always invite a parent to the Scoutmaster Conference. So if you want to have that formal, we have a Scoutmaster Conference as opposed to a meeting, you have a little more of an official impetus on that. Uh, these days, my guess is the Scoutmaster would have an assistant sit in, so you got a witness um, just because, you know, parents are pushy. Uh, and sometimes for the right reasons, because you're right, you may have an unreasonable scoutmaster. I, I I talked to a scoutmaster a few years ago who said he's got a comp- kid coming up, and I thought it was for life rank, and he had to demonstrate leadership and scout spirit, obviously. He says, but I haven't seen the kid for the last year. He says, uh, why not? He said, well, he'd been very active in the Order of the Arrow. He's been doing service work with them. He's been uh, you know, uh, doing some leadership there, and he's not in my troops, so I can't possibly sign off on Scout Spirit. I said, yeah, but he's he's working, for, you know, doing stuff for the Boy Scouts of America. He says, ain't doing it for my troop. I said, okay. <laughs> you know, and and he's right, but he's wrong at the same time. Um, I, I still remember I had a kid come to me. He was 17 and a half. I'd never been him before. He had been in the troop, and he says, uh, I want to go. I want to get my Eagle. I said, hey, great. Who are you? And uh, so we chatted for a while, and I said, "All right, well, you got six months. What merit badges do you still need?" And we went through that. And he could do it. And I said, "I'll have to give you a position, of responsibility." Uh, I said, "But it, but you can do it, and I'm happy to work with you on that." And other scout, other assistant scoutmasters knew him, so you know they could vouch for, you know, where where he came up in the troop, and his book was fine. For some reason, he never showed, back, showed up again, and I hope I didn't scare him off. I don't think I did, but it's kind of like I had a trust that other leaders knew this scout and could vouch for his um, you know, scout spirit and for his past leadership skills. And you know, you got to have some faith in the system, and the troop was there before you were there as scoutmaster, and it will be there afterwards, so you're just, in some respects, passing through. not everyone understands that, I guess. They take it too personally and you do that. You grind yourself under the ground.
0: Yeah. And, and, and there's such a balance to be maintained between uh, enabling is the word that I keep wanting to use, but you can take that as a good or a bad thing. We want to help the youth get there, but we can't carry them there either. There has to be, there's just that fine balance between the two.
2: Yeah. And I'm not, uh, thankfully I'm not a scoutmaster with a, um, with a testy scout or testy family, I don't. Uh, I don't think I have anybody in my direct intimate circle that's really in that kind of bad situation. Uh, you definitely hear stories, and uh, you de- definitely some real strong opinions, and some of it's generational. Um, a scoutmaster who is um, maybe not so much of a digital native or grew up with digital natives in their in their in their household, they're probably just not going to be happy about this online no. stuff in general. Right. And, uh, Greg, they may have offered all these merit badges online before. And if you were to seek them out, you could find them, but it's the norm now. Oh, and, oh absolutely. it's and,
1: changed.
2: Yeah. And is there a, because that's the new norm, is there now a new norm for sort of vetting that out because we don't want to dilute the program. And I think of a well-functioning troop. I mean, look, let's face it. If you had some, if you had some, uh, uh, scout that was a member of the troop in name only that never showed up and all of a sudden they're having Eagle court. Well, everyone's going to know something's going on. Right. And know, what do you do about it? I don't know. You know, maybe that's another podcast to talk about Mm -hmm. the, uh, the unworthy Eagle candidate. Right. Or the 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 pushy uh, parent who did the math to see how quickly they could get their kid eagle the the day after they turned eleven years old.
0: Yep, definitely further ideas to explore there. Uh, that we'll we'll do later since we're running out of time here. Uh, but yeah, let's cap it with this. It um again as leaders we are all just we're here to to help. And parents, if there are parents listening to it, to this, remember that we're not there to carry them over the finish line. And especially you're not there to carry them over the finish line because you know what, they only learn from this if they do it themselves, just like anything else that's valuable in life, uh, get, getting them that stamp of Eagle on their, uh, on their college application. That's, that's not something that's going to carry them very far.
1: True.